Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us on this episode of Nine to Thrive HR. My name is Jenna Filipkowski. I'm the head of research here at HCI. I'm joined here today by Gustavo Canton. He's a senior director of research, global people analytics at Walmart Incorporated. Welcome, Gustavo. Well, thank you so much, Ina. Happy to be here. Let's just start with some um, background information. I want to know how large is the global people analytics team at Walmart and what skill sets and backgrounds make up your team? Definitely. The team is actually about 50 associates and we have many different competencies or skill sets. So we have people who do actually data mining, statisticians, modeling, heavy lifting analysis. We have people with the sociology, IO background to do more of the research functions type of thing. We have also people that have economics background uh, or even branding background for marketing to help us not only understand the market trends, but how do we bring all the information and create the story to bring it to life. In addition, we have a, a team that actually does a lot of prototyping and apps. One of the big trends right now in marketing and HR analytics functions is how do we do digital integrations? So it's important for us to have that skill set on the team, and obviously we try to have a very diverse uh, skill set and background because we need to also understand how to operationalize all these concepts of, of ideas in the stores or the home office. That's great. It sounds like you have a very robust program. So how long has your team been in existence? And walk me through the process of building your team and from the beginning, and what lessons have you learned along the way? Yeah, it sounds good. So this is a team that actually started in 2008. And to give you some more context, Walmart is a company that has 2.2 million associates around the world. From those, there is about 1.1 million in the U.S. So it kind of makes sense for us to have a very robust HR function. And we started working since 2008 initially on building the data mining aspect of it because obviously having the data integrity, the data fabric from the beginning, it was a huge challenge for Walmart, and it still is. We have a lot of different data sources and huge amounts of information. So that it makes sense to have that team to kind of be the starting point of the function. Then from there, we started adding some capabilities. Like I mentioned, we have a, something called the prototyping team. And these are people who actually have backgrounds in IT and understand how to create apps and bring some of the information and make it digital in you know interfaces that executives can see in their mobile apps or they can see in their iPads, whatever medium is better for them to use. Um, another thing that is very important is we have people on our team that actually can do the prototyping. And that basically means we can create our own concepts or dashboards or designs. And then if something is gonna be rolled out to the stores, we can you know go back and take that concept give it to the IT team, and they will do that for us. In 2013, I think it was a big milestone for us because in that year, uh, that's when we started really getting to the more advanced analytics, starting doing segmentation and all that kind of work. And also, it's a very important year because that's when my, my function for research and social media came to the team as well. There was always the need for us to be able to tell the story in a more simple way for the executive to understand how external data sources can be leveraged, things like LinkedIn, Glassdoor, and so on, to tell a better story. And also, how do we actually create uh, communities within Walmart that are very 
keen on utilizing social media to express their ideas and provide input. And also, that's a year that we actually, after we build it, or reporting function in HR, we actually uh, basically separate the reporting function from the advanced analytics to make sure that the advanced analytics team, the data mining, can actually focus on data mining and predictive modeling as opposed to just be doing a backward-looking kind of work, right? Um, then fast forward to, you know, today. As a team, since our beginning, we have spent much and more time trying to be looking at things that can be more predictive for the business and more forward-looking for the business. And so we're actually now bringing a team called the measurement team to actually help us out basically measure those big initiatives that are deployed into the organization and keep track of them over time. So that's kind of the, I would say, our maturity history for the team and how we've been adding different functions throughout our history. That's very impressive. And I know in, in your keynote at work, our workforce planning and, and analytics conference, you're going to explain how you've connected analytics and social me media for real-time insights into the associate experience. So can you give us a preview for what you'll cover during your keynote session regarding this topic? Definitely. So to give some background, when I came to my position, uh, the one thing that struck me is that coming from a market research background in marketing, there is a lot of things that we can do with customers uh, in a very fast manner. So we can get feedback very easily. There is a lot of ways to get data points for doing the research. And that was not the case in Walmart when I started in my role. I can tell you, for example, to deploy a survey, sometimes it will take between a month or two months on average, and in some cases even three months, because there are so many stakeholders that are required for deploying an instrument. So, for example, we have to get approval from the communications team. We have to get approval from labor, legal, operations. I'm sure many other companies can relate to this. So what we try to do is we say, okay, how can we become much more fast and nimble? And instead of trying to basically do continuous improvement on that process, what we did is we say, we need to have a different channel of communication that allows us to have direct access to our associates, direct access to their feedback. And so what we did is we created a community within Walmart that allows us not only to reduce the lead time from those uh, one or two months that I mentioned to basically it can be even a day or two to do the entire project and get the results, which is fantastic, right? Having that opportunity to provide the executive decisions quickly allows them to act when they need to act. We also have this ability to be more flexible because we don't only have a survey that is a one a kind of one-way direction communication between, you know, home office and the associates, it, it feels much more integrated and much more close to what they will do when they talk to their friends on Facebook or they talk to their friends on Twitter, Instagram, and so on. So it's a much more modernized approach for HR, and I think, in my opinion, a better way to communicate with them and, and see how they feel. So that's kind of a little bit of what I'm going to be talking about during my session. That's great. I love that the words flexibility and, and quick, I think those are those are words you want to associate with analytics. So that's wonderful. Um, one last question, kind of a divergent topic. As we welcome the new year of 2017, what other HR and talent management trends should we have on our radar? So I think there are topics that you're always going to keep hearing. Like, for example, engagement is a topic that people keep talking about. I think what has changed now is companies 
uh, ha understand that we cannot have the typical engagement once a year model. You do a census, you know what's happening, and then you take action. I think that is going to be a, a, a trend that is going to be continued to talk about in 2017 is how do we get more frequent touch bases or, or data points for engagement so organizations can actually learn faster, act accordingly, and at the same time, utilize the data better for analytics. Another topic that is, I think is going to continue to be talked about is the whole concept of digital integration. I feel that this, is, this has been a, a very disruptive trend, and most companies are actually trying to catch up in terms of how they deploy their products or their insights in a way that is digital friendly and in a way that is also very efficient. So again, I think that's a trend that is gonna to continue to happen for next year. And obviously there are other things that should always be part of the discussion. Like for example, leadership. Leadership is in my opinion, one of the most critical uh, capabilities in any analytics team. And I feel that if not talk about it enough, I'm starting to hear uh, more talks about it. In fact, I was recently in Chicago for a HR innovation uh, summit and that was part of the discussion. And I think a lot of people in the audience really connected to that idea about leadership and also culture. I mean, culture was the most popular world, uh, world I'm sorry, in terms of HR in 2014. Many companies are starting to talk about culture, but I don't feel enough is being done in the analytics space in that regard. And we have done some of that work in ways of working, collaboration, how do we change behaviors? But I, I feel that for next year, more work is going to come on that field as well. So those, those are kind of my, my main topics that I have top of mind for next year. Well, thank you for sharing that. And thank you so much for a great conversation. No, thank you so much. I hope this is something that is not only is going to help other companies and organizations. I hope, you know, other HR analytics experts can see this and think about what are some of the ways that we can help each other in the community because there are, there are a lot of learning happening in the industry and this is a new, I would say, a new function for many organizations. So I think there is a lot to learn still in this space. Thank you a lot for your time and, you know, looking forward to the conference in Miami. Yeah, so we're going to continue this conversation at HCI's 2017 Workforce Planning and People Conference in Miami. So I'd like to thank all of you for tuning in and encourage you to subscribe to this podcast if you enjoyed what you heard. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Smart Radio, and on the YouTube channel, HCI Talent. Lastly, one more big thank you to Gustavo for enlightening our listeners. If you're interested in learning more about what we've discussed on today's episode, you can find more resources on HCI.org. For 9 to Thrive HR and all of HCI, thank you for listening.